What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today I'm going to help you overcome the biggest source of frustration for you. That is on the agenda for this episode. Overcome the biggest source of frustration for you. And before I tell you exactly how to do that, I have to tell you how to do this, which is how to get yourself some free supplements. The way that you do that is you leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. In fact, I'm going to pick a winner right now from last week. So we do this every week. It's pretty simple. You open up your podcast app on your phone, the Apple Podcast app. You go to the search button, even if you already subscribe to the show. And then you scroll all the way down until you find the ratings and reviews. You tap on write a review. You submit your little five-star rating. You write something and you have a chance to win. So for this week, we have, let's see, seven entries. So you had one out of a seven chance, one out of seven chances to win. Um, and that's pretty good odds. And we don't always get that many reviews each week. So this week's winner is Big Mac 333333. That is the username. The review says smart, realistic, and common sense. Thank you for the guidance and common sense approach with so much info out there and so many podcasts and episodes dedicated to managing weight mindset and figuring out the path to achieve goals. Your insight and methods are spot on. I look forward to each episode and circle back to many to help keep my mind focused and my expectations for myself realistic. Keep sharing and I'll be tuning in. Thank you so much, Big Mac. Three, 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 three. I appreciate it. Just email me, Mike at peakoptimizationperformance.com. And you have your choice of any supplement from one of our sponsors. Now, previously, the choices were cured or organified. And now we have Paleo Valley and we also have Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit. If you listen to the episode with Michael Chernow, he is the CEO and founder of Creatures of Habit. Their flagship product is called Meal One. And I can tell you that Meal One has been my breakfast for the past, uh, let's call it month and a half. Uh, ever since I found out and got connected with Michael and, and heard about his story and the product that he created, I tried it. I became obsessed with it. And it is literally my breakfast every single morning. And it is super convenient. It is incredibly healthy. Now, here is the testament to meal one. Let me tell you what it is first. Uh, it is a protein oats product. Uh, meal one, you guys know how I feel about starting your day with a win. Listen to the ingredients. This is when you are putting something quality into your body to start the day it sets the trend for everything else. So first of all, it has 30 grams of protein and it's plant-based protein. They use high quality pea protein containing all the essential and branch chain amino acids to support maximum performance and recovery. It's vegan, it's gluten-free, it's allergy-free. They also put in vitamin D3. Uh, they put in probiotics. Um, the strain that they use, Bacillus, has been shown to reduce gut inflammation, relieve digestive discomfort and strengthen immunity. They also put in seeds. And this was like 
the big selling point for me because I struggle with getting in quality fats. And so um, chia seeds, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, they have a, a combination of healthy fats with a high omega-3 content, which is super important for heart health and for fiber. They also include digestive enzymes in the product to help you uh, absorb all of the nutrients in there. And it's, you know, oats. So oats um, are a great quality carb source. Uh, and, and so you're getting fiber, you're getting protein, you're getting help with digestion, you're getting help with gut health. So here's, here's the testament to this product. Um, not only have I been personally using it for the past month and a half as my everyday breakfast. And by the way, when I travel, which I am today, later on tonight, I have a flight out to Arizona and I will be packing all of my packets of meal one so that I have a quality breakfast on the road. But I showed this to my coach who is a functional practitioner. This is somebody who is helping me with my healing journey. And I have to be very particular about what I'm consuming. I sent her a picture of the product and I was like, hey, let me know your thoughts on this. And her response was, send me the link. I want to buy some for myself. And now she has been eating it as her breakfast. So if that doesn't tell you how quality this stuff is, then I don't know what does, but you can get yourself hooked up with meal one at 15% off with code POPFAM. So you go to Creatures of Habit with a K, that's K-R-E-A-T-U-R-E-S-O-F-H-A-B-I-T.com, Creatures of Habit with a K. Use code POPFAM at checkout for 15% off. Now, if you do the subscription, which is what I do, I do the recurring subscription so it just shows up at my door uh, and I don't have to continue to remember to, to reorder. It's already discounted if you do a subscription. So you can do the subscription and you can cancel at any time and you can use code POPFAM for an additional 15% off. Uh, I'm telling you, try it's filling. It's 340 calories. Um, I've tried... The mocha flavor or the, yeah, the mocha flavor. I've tried the blueberry banana. I've tried the peanut butter chocolate. I've tried the apple cinnamon. I have not had a bad tasting flavor yet. Um, and so try it. And, and I'm telling you, simplify this process. I've done it. Uh, Mel and I have done it as overnight oats where we put it in the fridge. It takes 90 seconds. If you want to do it hot, um, you just fill, you know, put in some water, stir it up, put it in the microwave for 90 seconds. And that's why I love traveling with it. Cause all I need is a microwave 90 seconds. And I have a high quality breakfast, go to creaturesofhabit.com, use code POPFAM for 15% off. And you can even do the subscription and get the 15% off. But I'm, I'm telling, I'm super excited about this because, um, Michael Chernow and creatures of habit, they don't advertise, they don't sponsor any podcast except for one other one, which is Mind Pump. And you guys know that I still have the goal of getting myself on there. But anyway, that is it. So uh, we're in rare company with Creatures of Habit and Meal One. And I would love it if you guys showed the love and support. Uh, there's so many ways that you can support the show. One of the ways is by leaving a five-star review as I talk about every single episode. Another thing that you can do is, you know, share to your stories on Instagram and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Um, and really the last thing is supporting our sponsors, um, like supporting Organifi, supporting Cured, supporting Creatures of Habit, supporting Paleo Valley. When you support our sponsors, you directly support the show. Obviously, we don't charge for this. Um, I don't charge money for the podcast. Uh, this is free 
It is my favorite source or my favorite platform for delivering information. I absolutely love doing it. Um, but there is a cost involved and there's a cost for hosting and editing and the, and the sound stuff and all the things. And the way that you support the show is by supporting the sponsors. So if you want to try meal one, go to creaturesofhabit.com, use code POPFAM and get your 15% off and also support the show. All right. I feel like the intros are getting very long. I apologize, but let's, let's get into it. So we talk about your, your greatest source of frustration. Uh, I would love to know what that looks like for you because it can be the scale not moving. Like that's, that's pretty common. Um, the scale is not moving in the direction that I want. It feels stuck. I feel like I hit a plateau. A lot of times our clients will come to us and they'll say, uh, I feel like I work my ass off and I don't have the results to show for it. Like, I feel like with the amount of effort I'm putting in, the results should be better. Like I go to the gym consistently. I push myself. I lift weights. I walk every day. Um, paying attention to my nutrition. Like, why am I putting in so much work without the results to show for it? Um, or it can feel like, uh, maybe you're in a certain phase of life, like you're perimenopausal, you're in menopause, whatever it is. And you feel like your hormones have changed and things that used to work aren't working anymore anymore. So it just feels like you're in a certain phase of life where losing weight feels really difficult. It could be that you've been on the diet hamster wheel for a very long time and you're sick and tired of it, and but you still have goals, right? Like the thought of embarking on another program or doing this all over again or starting from square one, it just feels overwhelming. It feels mentally exhausting because you've been on this hamster wheel for so long. But then at the same time, you're like, I'm not really comfortable with my body right now. And I would love to make this change. Maybe it's that feeling of like you're, you're in or out, you know, like the all or nothing cycle. When you're in, you're in, but when you're out, you're really out. All of these things can be a source of frustration. Self-sabotage can be a source of frustration. Um, whatever you're struggling with right now, like whatever it is to you, think about it for a second. Just, just consider what that looks like. Uh, for me physically, I would say that I am struggling with my healing journey and realizing that certain foods that I love, like ice cream and pizza and even bread, um, that I can't really tolerate and they, it just messes me up. It fucks with my gut. And uh, sometimes that is a major source of frustration that I can't eat those foods very frequently. And if I do, I know the consequences. I know, um, you know, ice cream is probably my favorite food, period. And I know what it's going to do to me and how much time I'm going to have to spend in the bathroom and, and just the consequences of that. I find that very frustrating. The fact that I have to like, you know, go to a restaurant and really look at all of the, I can't just pick something and go. I have to really be considerate of the ingredients and how it's going to sit with me. And uh, there's just more mental energy being spent on that. And I find that to be frustrating. And regardless of what it looks like for you that, you know, and, and this doesn't just have to be specific to fitness. This is specific to life. Uh, I, I share frequently that my frustration with business is that I feel oftentimes like nobody is listening. Like I'm recording, I am putting out information, I'm 
trying to be as helpful as I can. I'm trying to change lives. And sometimes I feel like it just falls on deaf ears. Like no matter what, I'm not reaching as many people as I possibly could. I feel like my audience is still too small. I feel like the podcast is still too small. I feel like the amount of clients that we have is still too small. I feel like we should be impacting more lives, which is which is funny because we've transformed thousands of lives and some people would be really satisfied with that. But to me, for some reason, I feel like it should be much higher than that. I feel like we should have a greater reach. I feel like we should have more impact and it frustrates the hell out of me. You know, I think for some reason, my mind thinks about all the people that have inquired about our coaching program and then have decided to not join. And that number is is probably really high. I don't know what the exact number is, but there's a lot of them out there. And for some, it, rather than being like, you know what? I'm really grateful that we've transformed thousands of lives. I think about all the people that didn't join that could have had that transformational experience. But for some reason, I, I take that on me and I'm like, what did I do to screw up that situation? And I lost that person when I really could have helped them. And uh, I know it's it's a terrible way to think about it, but that is a huge source of frustration for me. And, and you can really apply that to anything. Like your your source of frustration does not have to be fitness related. It could be relationship related. It could just be like life related. Like man, life is really hard sometimes, and that frustrates me. But all of these things are resolved the same way. All of these things are resolved the same way. To me. This is going to be a huge mental reframe. And I probably talked about this before. And if I have, it is what it is. I Sometimes I get criticism for saying the same shit over and over again or talking about the same topics over and over again. Guess what? Here we are again. This is probably a repeat topic. It's all right. Uh, if that bothers you, it's okay. Uh, you don't have to listen. So to me, the source of frustration is... a product of expectations versus reality. Expectations versus reality. I think that we get ourselves into trouble when we have these underlying expectations as to what is supposed to happen. I'm using air quotes or what should happen. We should ourselves to death. We should ourselves into pain and, and frustration. If we simply realign our expectations, we remove the frustration. For example, if I had the expectation that my business was going to help hundreds of people and the expectation was, you know, success equals hundreds of lives changed, well then shit, I'd be on top of the world because we've helped thousands. So the the realignment of expectation, right? So right now, my expectation is millions, which feels so far out into the distance that I can't even tangibly grasp it. To go from thousands to millions, it feels insurmountable. It feels like it will never happen. So it creates this source of frustration. So I start to count up all the people that we've that have inquired, but we didn't get them to join our program. And we we lost out on an opportunity to make an impact because my expectation is we should be helping millions instead of what if i what if my expectations were we should be helping hundreds well now i've exceeded my expectations so it would come from a place of 
of gratitude and joy and fulfillment. And I am admittedly creating my own nightmare. I am an active participant in my own misery. If my expectation on the nutrition side was that pizza and ice cream were like once per year foods, then I wouldn't be frustrated at eating them, let's say once per month, because my expectation is that I should be able to eat them more frequently, which creates frustration knowing how they sit with me, knowing what it does to my gut, knowing what it does to my digestion. Well, now I'm frustrated because I don't eat them as frequently as my expectations would say. But if I realigned my expectations and I said, you know what, these are once per year foods, well, then I would be pleasantly surprised and happy and fulfilled by eating them, let's say, once per month. You can apply this same line of thinking to any source of frustration, any source of frustration, even if it's sitting in traffic. When you're sitting in traffic, it's not the traffic that frustrates you. It is the expectation that you shouldn't have to be sitting in traffic, that your, that your route should be clear, that the path to your destination should be clear without any obstructions. But what if every time you got in the car, you expected there to be bumper to bumper traffic? Then you wouldn't be frustrated when you find yourself sitting in traffic. It's an expectation realignment. It's not the scale that bothers you. The scale doesn't bother you. It's just a fucking number. It is literally a data point. That's like saying a calculator bothers you because it spits out a number when you put in two plus two equals four and you're like, oh, it said four. Fuck this calculator. It's not the scale. The scale is just reading your relationship with gravity in that moment in time. The scale is not a source of frustration. It's your expectation of what the scale is supposed to say that bothers you. It's the expectation of what you think the scale is supposed to say that is your source of frustration. It's not the lack of results. It's not that you're stuck. It's not that you can't see progress. It's your expectation of how quickly or how dramatically the results are supposed to happen. Because if your expectation was, I'm going to go through this process and I'm committed to this process for the rest of my life. Because I know how valuable this process is to me. I know that this process is going to improve my well-being and my longevity and my fulfillment, and my happiness and my confidence. And I know that I'm going to do this regardless because this is what I want to be healthy and fit and to live a long and, and vibrant life. If your expectation was I'm going to do this forever, then you would not be frustrated by one week of no progress or one month of no progress, because you've realigned your expectation to match reality. If you expect that every single week, you're supposed to see a difference on the scale, every single week, you're supposed to see a difference in your measurements or, the, or your progress pictures. If that's your expectation, then yes, you will deal with a lot of frustration because expectations and reality are misaligned. But you can reframe your expectation. You can expand your time horizon. You can remove the finish line. These are all things that are well within your reach that are very, I will say, simple, not easy. But you can do this in every area of your life. Um, you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast or following me for any length of time, 
you should know that my business, Pop, was named after my grandfather. My grandfather passed away in June of 2018. June of 2018. And I started my business August 1st. It was official start date of Pop was August 1st, 2018. And I called my grandfather Pop up and I named my business Pop Peak Optimization Performance. I just wanted the acronym to stand for Pop for Pop Up. And Pop Up died when he was 91. And it was really devastating to all of us in, in my family. He was the rock of the family. He was the, you know, the larger than life presence. He was, had a ton of wisdom and, um, you know, held the family together and, and was just an incredible leader and impacted so many people in his time. And, um, you know, it was, it was interesting because we were shot like somebody dying at 91. You would think that wouldn't be a surprise, but, um, he was a periodontist and he was still practicing a couple days a week. He was still traveling. Uh, he was still playing tennis into his nineties. He had more energy than, than many of the 20 year olds and 30 year olds that I, um, you know, knew. And it was like, how could that happen? He expected to live to a hundred. We all expected him to live to a hundred. So 91, which wouldn't necessarily be shocking to a lot of people was shocking and devastating to my family. But this is another situation. It may seem like a pretty morose topic to, to apply this to, but it, it still is the same concept. The expectation was that he was going to live well into his one hundreds and then at 91, we're all shocked and devastated because we felt like that didn't, like the expectations didn't match reality. So it was a huge source of, of sadness. And now I'm not saying that if you realign your expectations when it comes to something like that, that you won't have to deal with grief and the inherent, you know, devastating nature of, of loss of life. Of course, you still have to go through that process, but. If the expectation was, you know, let's just say that, you know, he was going to live until 85. Well, then think about the difference that we would have approached those last years. Like, I feel like I took it for granted that he was just always going to be around. And maybe I would have approached it with a different mindset. Um, or I had a dog when I was in college who was an American Eskimo named Quincy. And he was the first dog that was like my dog. You know, I always grew up with dogs. We had family dogs and multiple dogs. And um, I, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm obsessed with, with dogs. And, and so when I was going into my senior year of college over the summer, I got an American Eskimo puppy named Quincy. Um, it was because when I was in Maryland, I, my junior year, uh, I was in a house and some friend of a friend brought over this little white ball of fur. And I was like, oh my God, I've never seen a dog like this. What is this thing? He was like, it's an American Eskimo. And then that summer I was like, okay, I need, I did my research. I looked up the breed. I found um, a puppy named Quincy and I got him and he was mine and I raised him. And um, over the summer, I, you know, I worked with him every day, trained him. Like that was the first like dog that I fully trained and raised and, you know, took care of myself. And then I took him with me to Maryland for my senior year. And he was such a great uh, college dog. He, we had this house that we called the real world house because it was, um, 
Uh, it was like seven bedrooms and there were four girls, three guys. And um, that was actually where I met my, um, I met a girl who was my roommate, who then became my girlfriend, who then became my wife, who is now my ex-wife. Anyway, so, uh, but Quincy was the best. He would like go around to all of the girls' rooms and like steal their bras and panties and then bring them into the game room. And and um, that was like his way of being like, hey, I'm, I'm here, pay attention to me. Uh, he was just an awesome dog. And unfortunately, um, after, after school, I stayed in Maryland for an extra year because my then girlfriend had a five-year program. So I stayed and bartended for an extra year. And then we moved back into the Philadelphia area and um, Quincy started, uh, he ended up living with my parents because I wasn't allowed to have him in Maryland for the, after um, we stayed the landlord decided that he didn't want dogs allowed anymore. So then my parents watched over Quincy. They fell in love with him. He stayed with them and he ended up passing away at six years old. And it was, he got cancer and um, died when he was six. And that was another situation where it was like completely shattered me and my parents and my sisters. And like, we were devastated, but the expectation was that he was going to live. Like, I just assumed that he was going to live till he was like 15. But if I had just assumed that he was going to, what if I, my expectation was that he was going to live for four years, then how would I have approached the gratitude of being able to spend time with him into his fifth year and sixth year of life? And again, I'm not saying that it diminished, like when you realign your expectation, that doesn't mean that you don't have to go through difficult emotions and difficult times. It's just that you approach it with a different mindset so that the, um, that the harsh reality doesn't hit you in such a shocking way. And, and I, I get it. These are strange examples, but I think it applies to everything in life. Like if we just reframe, like we think we know how these things are supposed to happen and life has a way of reminding us that we really have no clue. We really have no clue what the, what, what the reality is going to bring. We have no clue. Like, as much as I can sit here and say, I know for certain that I can help you reach your physical goals, which I am very confident because we have a track record. We've done it before, regardless of what you're going through. I know confidently over enough time that we can get you there, but I have no fucking clue how long it's going to take. I can't sit here and say that in six weeks, you're going to be down four pounds and you're going to be what? like, I can't say that because the reality is I don't know how long it's going to happen. But when you jump into a program with false expectations and you think, okay, well, in, in four weeks, I should be down four pounds because everywhere I read on the internet tells me I should be losing one pound of fat per week. It doesn't happen like that. In some cases, sure, that can happen. But the reality is that results aren't guaranteed. There's no timeline here. Over enough time, if you do the right things over enough time, progress will happen, but it will happen when it happens. So if you are sitting here with the expectation that progress is going to happen in a linear fashion or that every week that you're consistent, you are owed something, that is going to be a massive source of frustration. You can only control what you do. You can control your actions you can control how you respond to things and you can control your thoughts and beliefs, but you can't really control the outcome. You can't control the timeline. 
You can't control the various unpredictable events that will come up. So when you set these expectations, set the expectation on the process. Set the expectation that you're going to, that you're going to keep the commitments that you make to yourself no matter what. If you remove the expectation of the outcome and how it's supposed to happen and how it's supposed to look and the timeline and the finish line, then you'll remove the frustration. And it's actually that simple. Remember, simple and easy are not the same thing. Set the ex, and, and I talk about process goals all the time. This is why, because once you make that shift and you reward yourself for process goals, right? You reward yourself for process goals. You got in your walk today. You won. You ate quality foods today. You won. You got in a workout today. You won. Right? You, you know, you took your supplements. You won. It's a process thing. It doesn't matter what happens when you wake up the next morning and you step on the scale. I woke up this morning and the scale was up. I did everything right yesterday. I got over 12, I got close to 13,000 steps yesterday. I nailed my macros perfectly. I literally did everything that I was supposed to do. I was hydrated. I managed stress. I did all the things I was quote unquote supposed to do. And the scale was up. I'm not frustrated because I'm focused on the process. Process goals will always win. If the expectation is I'm going to follow through on these commitments I make to myself, then you will always win. This is where I talk about like anchors and habits and behaviors and inserting things like your routines, your supplement routines, your morning routines, your wind down routine. Like how are you managing stress? How are you trying to optimize sleep? Are you just winging it or do you have a clear bedtime routine? If you're struggling, are you implementing things that help you to not struggle? Like I've talked a million times about Cured and about Serenity Gummies and how I have not found a product yet that improves sleep quality and calming down your brain before bed quite like Serenity Gummies do with L-theanine and a low dose of THC and CBD, like functional mushrooms. They, that is the best concoction truly to put you in this calm and unwinded state, unwound, unwound state of relaxation. It helps you to get quality sleep. So are you investing in that? Are you investing in your mindfulness routine? Are you? Trying something like their broad spectrum CBD or their CBN oil, which will help you to uh, battle anxiety, will help overcome anxiety and reduce the amount of um, you know friction in the process of getting quality sleep, of calming your brain down, of waking up in the morning and feeling like you have overwhelm and you're constantly worried and in a state of fear. Like you have tools at your disposal. I'm sitting here right now with a can of the cured euphoria drink right here. Like I take this seriously because it's important to me. These are process goals that are important. I care about mental clarity. I care about stress relief. I care about sleep. So that's why I use cured products. Curednutrition.com. Use code POPFAM for 20% off. I highly recommend you start with their serenity gummies. If you struggle with sleep at all, Start with their Serenity Gummies. You could also uh, combine that with their Nightcaps or their Zen Caps. 
Uh, they have a sleep bundle, which might be a good idea as a starting point. If that's your struggle area, go with the sleep bundle. Use code popfamcurednutrition.com. Or if you struggle with anxiety, use their CBD oil. Use their broad spectrum or full spectrum CBD oil. Helps with anxiety. Take it first thing in the morning or whenever you are feeling most anxious. It's not going to make you tired. It's not going to, you know, put you into a, like a mode of, of laziness. It's just going to calm those racing thoughts. It's going to put you at peace. Go to curednutrition.com. Use code POPFAM. Get 20% off. Use the things that you have at your disposal and focus more on the process than you do on the expectation of an outcome. Now, I already know that you're probably thinking like, yes, but I really want results. So do I, which is why I put all of my energy into the process and I remove the expectation of when results are supposed to happen. My feeling is I want to get better at playing the game, right? Like the game of health and fitness. There's always areas of improvement. So my goal is to simply improve at playing the game. If that's, I can improve my food quality by 1%, that's the goal. If I can improve my workouts by 1%, that's the goal. If I can improve my recovery by 1%, that's the goal. If I can improve my sleep routine by 1%, that's the goal. Literally just getting better at playing the game and the results will happen as a byproduct. Who cares when they happen? You're like, oh, but I have this event. I have this thing. Great. If you have an event, if you have something you're prepared for, then get serious and double down on the process. You will end up like Mel and I are getting married in July. We have two benchmarks that we're trying to hit. The first one is we have a trip to Miami for a good friend's 40th birthday in May. So a little over one month and we both want to be lean for that trip. And then we have our wedding in July and we both want to be lean for our wedding. What we're doing, we are focusing and doubling down on the process. And wherever we land come May, that's where we land. And then we're going to use that trip to just have a great time. We're not going to be dieting. We're not going to be focusing on nutrition. We're going to be eating and drinking whatever the fuck we want. And then we're going to hit it again and focus on the process until July. And wherever we land, we land. We're not going to set any expectations of what the scale is supposed to say. We're not going to set any expectations of how lean we're supposed to be. We are going to double down on the process so that we land in wherever we land during those two benchmarks. If you have events and you're like, but I really need results. Your constant need for results is probably the thing that's preventing you from getting results. Your constant focus on the outcome is probably destroying the outcome because it puts you in this very fragile state where you want to quit. It puts you in this fragile state where if things don't happen the way that your expectations say they should happen, you throw in the towel. You go into this all or nothing cycle. You're all in because you want the result, but then when the result doesn't happen, you're all out. And then you feel shitty and uncomfortable and you want to jump in again. It doesn't work like that. Remove the expectation. Set the expectation on the process and keeping the commitments that you make to yourself, following through on the things that you know are in your best interest, are in alignment with who you want to become. 
the things you want to achieve. And then do that over and over again and play the game for the love of the game. Just try to get better at the game. Like if you're trying to work on your relationship, there's no outcome there. The expectation should just be to get better at the game of relationship building and trust and connection and communication. That's the game. The game is to keep playing the game. That's it. In every aspect of life, if we approached it that way, we remove the expectation, we would remove a lot of frustration. I know it's easier said than done, but guess what? You have the ability to do it. And if you don't have the ability to do it, then get help. You can work with us for as little as $147 a month, and there is no better investment for $147 a month in the world than your overall well-being. Your mindset, your relationship with food, your results, how you feel, all of that can be yours for $147 a month. If you don't know where to find that, you know where to find me, and I can tell you where to find that. It's really simple. We have people doing this every single day. It could be you. It should be you. There's an expectation. How about the expectation of doing things that you know are in your best interest? And overcoming the fear of taking a step, taking a leap, making that commitment. Everything that you desire is on the other side of that fear. Take the leap. You'll never look back. Hopefully this was helpful and I will talk to you next time.